What happens when you forget to put the sarcophagus back where you found it? 150 years later, you have an unexpected archaeological discovery. Welcome to Paris Gone By, the Parisian history podcast for the curious traveler. I'm Michelle, your guide through the Paris of the past. I had not intended for my first two episodes to focus on Notre Dame, though she is one of my favorite sites in Paris. But when they found a sarcophagus underneath the floor, I had to change my plans. As you may have heard, as part of the preparation to begin restoring the stone vaulting, the ceiling above the nave in Notre Dame, a team of archaeologists was permitted to dig around under the flooring. They had to open up the floors to make sure they were solid enough to handle the weight of the workers and the equipment doing the restoration. The last thing they want is to cause Notre Dame to collapse because they didn't do their due diligence. Since pulling up the stone floor is an extremely rare occurrence, this was also seen as an important opportunity to do some archaeological poking around. It was entirely worth the effort. The biggest find that they've announced has been a lead sarcophagus that they believe dates from the 14th century, or sometime around the end of the second construction of Notre Dame. Let's start with that vocabulary. Even though I know better, I, like most people, do not think of elite medieval Europeans when we hear the word sarcophagus. We think of mummies, of course. But Notre Dame is a long way from Egypt. In reality, sarcophagi sarcophaguses, (laughs) are more broadly stone coffins, usually decorated and usually above ground. They were used into the Middle Ages for elite burials. You can still find them in Europe, some in situ in churches and some in museums. I believe the Cluny Museum has a few examples next time you're in Paris, even though it technically won't reopen until, I believe, May of this year, so don't go quite yet. However, none of these definitions apply to our new friend. The sarcophagus, first of all, is made of lead. It isn't decorated based on the photos that we've seen, and it certainly wasn't above ground. And considering the lack of decoration, it probably never was. So why use the word sarcophagus and not coffin? I couldn't find a good answer to this, but I suspect it's because of the apparent importance of the person inside, or that this is the lead-lined coffin that would have been placed inside of a decorated stone sarcophagus or tomb of some kind. If there are any archaeologists out there listening and you know, please let us know. In addition to the sarcophagus, they also found a few other tombs and graves. The details of these have been kind of glossed over. These either held little archaeological value or they had to prioritize their efforts. They also found parts of the original stone medieval rood screen or choir screen in a pit near the sarcophagus. This rood screen was used to separate the nave or the area where the worshippers stood and the altar where a priest or a bishop performed the services. The old stone one was replaced in the early 18th century with a Baroque style screen as part of a modernization project. The Baroque screen was actually described as being in a degenerate style of decoration by a 19th century historian. However, I don't believe he would have seen it in person because it was destroyed during the revolution. 
parts of the original medieval rood screen had already been discovered in the 19th century during Viollet-le-Duc's restoration, you can see pieces of it in the Louvre collection. And most importantly, who was in the sarcophagus? Well, we don't know yet. They did take a sneak peek with a little microscopic camera. There's a hole at the top of the the, uh, sarcophagus you can see in some photos. Inside, they could see hair and fabric and what appeared to be plant matter, which would be consistent with high-end burials at that time. Was it a bishop? Was it an abbot or a high-ranking official? We don't know, but personally, I'm hoping for an abbess. It would be a long shot, but it would make my day. Looking at the project on a whole, who did the digging? Is it the same crew that's doing the restoration? These are the questions you never asked that I'm here to answer. The organization doing the digging is called INRAP. Who is INRAP? Well, forgive my pronunciation, but it is the Institut National de Recherche Archéologique Préventive, or the National Institute of Preventive Archaeological Research, basically the team that you call when you need archaeology done on building sites in France. In my head, they are who you call for archaeological emergencies, You're digging a basement and find a skeleton or a Roman ruin? Who are you going to call? Though in reality, most of their work is scheduled and not emergencies. But they do have to work under very tight deadlines because their work is usually part of a larger project. For example, if you're digging a new metro tunnel or building a new train line, or if a city wants to reconfigure a plaza, or a developer decides to build a gigantic triangular tower in the middle of the 15th arrondissement in Paris, true story, you will probably need to allot time and money to an archaeological survey. This type of archaeology is apparently called preventative, as opposed to what we think of with traditional Indiana Jones-type archaeology, which is called planned or programmed archaeology. These time constraints that NRAP has reminds me a lot of Time Team, the BBC archaeology show that ran for 20 years and is now back in a slightly altered form, but I'll leave uh, notes on this in the show notes. The premise of the show was that they had three days to go in, dig, and resolve an archaeological mystery somewhere, usually in the UK, sometimes in Europe, including France and even the Caribbean. Like many other things that we discuss here already on the podcast, NRAP is a branch of the Ministry of Culture, and they help the French government fulfill their obligations to both national and European legal requirements for the preservation of their heritage. This is one of the things that I love about France and Europe, their dedication to preserving and understanding their heritage. I don't always agree with their methods or their decisions, though I find this to be more frequently true with the British heritage system than the French, but at least they're trying and that the government is making a legitimate effort. The U.S. has a very long way to go in this regard. In addition to the Notre Dame project, NRAP is working on a ton of other things, including roadworks in Normandy, archaeological finds uncovered in a flood in the Alps region, and a possible Gallo-Roman site in what appears to be a school, garden, or park area. It's all very cool. Frankly, if you dig archaeology, definitely check out their website. It's an incredible deep dive into France's history. It's inrap.fr. Where were the sarcophagus and the other finds found? They were located in the central part of the transepts. So for those of you who are not 
big on church floor plans. Notre Dame is a basilica floor plan or a standard cross floor plan. So you have the long center bar and then the bar going across, just like a Christian cross. And the bar going across is the transept. The long bar at the bottom is the nave where the worshipers stood. And then the short bit on top is the choir. And that is predictably where the choir stood. At that intersection in the center is where the altar would be placed. In medieval times, they wanted to keep the mystery alive and not show the congregation what the priests were doing. So they built this choir screen or rood screen that they also found that evidence of. It is this area, the altar area, that very center part of the transept where all the lines of the church come together, is where they were pulling up the floor. This is the most vulnerable part of Notre Dame right now because the spire sat right atop where the altar is. And when it collapsed, it uh, actually fell through and took out some of that stone ceiling. You can remember, if you will, the those pictures of the, the gold cross at the altar with the Pieta statue, and then all that burnt wood at the base of the, of the altar. The rude screens, of course, are long gone, but we still have an echo with those marble kind of balustrades that are right around the altar there. But why was the sarcophagus where it was? It's kind of a mystery, right? It was not found on the right layer of history within the basement. It's a 14th century, we believe, sarcophagus located among what's left of a 19th century heating system. It's a bit unusual. The sarcophagus itself dates to probably the very end of the second period of construction on Notre Dame, which interestingly included work on the transepts, which were considered already out of date at that time. This is between 1250 and about 1360. And they redid them in a much more Gothic fashion from their kind of more plain early like late Romanesque, early, early Gothic version that was there before. So was this person kind of buried in the middle of a construction project? Or was he completely disturbed by the works of Villers le Duc or a different generation such as the 18th century people that had destroyed the rude screen? It's unclear, but since they were he was with the 19th century heating system, I kind of feel like this was a mistake, right? Like, they're sitting around, they're filling it in, and they're like, uh-oh, we forgot the sarcophagus, and they just kind of throw them in and throw them, the rest of the dirt in and put the stones on, like, don't tell anybody. And nobody knew until now when they dug it up 150 plus years later. I think we've all had that day at work, haven't we? <laughs> so what's next for the sarcophagus and for Notre Dame? The sarcophagus and its precious contents have been moved off-site for further study, The articles weren't terribly clear, but I'm assuming it is still somewhere in Paris being tested uh, by and examined by NRAP. Opening it alone will require some finesse since exposure to air is often extremely destructive to these types of remains. You can see in your head those images from the mummy movies, right? You open it up and everything just turns to dust. Even though it slightly already has access to air, it's quite different from being fully exposed to the air, so they'll have to be very careful. 
then they'll need to preserve and study the contents to determine exactly when it was from and hopefully who it was. For me, would it be too much to ask for some sort of inscription inside, like, here lies Abbas Matil, the Abbas that rocked the Sabbath? I just, can we have that? I hope. The archaeological study is now complete. It was completed on March 25th, and they are now beginning the next phase of the restoration, the internal phase of the the restoration. And this means that we're now entering some of the most controversial of the works being carried out at Notre Dame. When we're allowed to return, we should expect to have an entirely different entrance experience. We'll be going through that central portal or, or set of doors instead of the ones on the right. What we'll encounter when we enter is a little unclear. Will there still be security? You know, like what will that look like is not, I haven't seen the details on that yet. Inside, additionally, there will be different configurations for the flow of the crowds and the worshipers. More modern lighting and possibly some lighting installations where they're projecting biblical texts on the walls. The work on the cathedral and the examination of the sarcophagus will be ongoing. I hope that we can hear more about what they find in the next few months. So stay tuned on the website for updates to this fascinating and unexpected plot twist to the restoration of Notre Dame. If you enjoyed today's episode, please do subscribe to Paris Gone By in your app. It's super helpful for me. Thank you. And as always, additional show notes, resources, and so much more are available on the website at parisgoneby.com. Thank you so much for listening and have a great rest of your day. A bientôt.